Welcome to VLGA Connect. My name is Catherine Arndt and I'm the Chief of the VLGA Connect Studio. I hope you enjoy today's Connect episode brought to you by the VLGA, the national broadcaster on all things local government. Hi everyone, welcome back to VLGA Connect. I'm delighted to have two guests with me on the program today from Sustainability Victoria to talk about this fabulous Recycled First program, which uh, is aimed squarely at local government. And to tell us more, I have Shannon Smythe, Manager of Markets Acceleration from Sustainability Victoria. Firstly, Shannon, hello to you. Afternoon, Chris. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the program. And Diane Lipiaski, who is the program lead for Recycled First as part of that whole Sustainability Victoria initiative. Hi, Diane. Hi, Chris. Thank you both for joining us. I'll start with you, Shannon, uh, if that's okay. Firstly, if you could just outline for us the, the broad Recycled First local government program, what's it about, uh, who runs it, and what are you looking to achieve from it? Sure, Chris. The Recycled First Local Government Program is a program included under the Recycling Victoria policy itself, a, a significant investment and policy direction by government uh, around sort of enabling a circular economy. Um, one of the key aspects to that, obviously, is looking at new uses for our recycled materials. Uh, the Recycled First Program aims to work with local government, as the name might suggest, uh, and this interview might suggest as well, yeah. to support them in assisting uh, them with their sustainable procurement practices, be that enabling new uh, sustainable procurement policies or further, um, I guess, you know, delivering on their sustainable commitments that they have under existing policies. Um, at the high level, it really is around providing support and guidance uh, under our sort of biorecycled service um, that Diane will provide uh, much more detail about. Um, am I right in saying the whole concept of circular economy has been around for a while, but perhaps people have been a bit challenged to understand what it means, how they can actually be part of it? Is that one of the aims of having a program like this? Absolutely, Chris. I think that's a, a real fair comment. Um, I think it, in some cases, too, I think it's overcomplicated, perhaps, or, or perhaps not simplified well enough by uh, people like myself in policy-related uh, positions. Um, and that's one of the key focuses of this program, is to enable and educate uh, and inform uh, around some of the simple actions that, you know, not only local government can make, but also community can make in regards to their purchasing uh, or their sort of waste disposal, waste management practices to, to participate and and, um, uh, you know, support a circular economy. I think one of the, the great aspects, um, and we do, everyone does this every week, is in relation to how they use their waste service. Mm. It really is a direct connection to the circular economy, perhaps not seen as exciting as that, but it really is a, a first starting point. And of course, there's a lot of change happening in that space. And that's probably a discussion for another day. But just to make the point that, you know, it's a really complex and busy and ever-changing space for councils. And I guess that's a bit of where you come in, Diane, with the program that you're leading. Tell us a bit about what it looks like on the ground for you. Yeah, so um, I run the biorecycled service along with two other colleagues at Sustainability Victoria. And what our service um, really looks like is we've got a, a website portal at the moment. It's a bit of a one-stop shop where councils can come to get information about how they can consider recycled products and materials in infrastructure projects including landscaping, parks and gardens. So we've got a number of resources and this is really just the first step of our service. We're hoping to build this up over time. But we've got a number of great resources like some case studies, um, which show some councils that have used 
use recycled products and some of the challenges they've found and key wins that other councils can learn from. Um, product information sheets, um, which talk about uh, a few products that use recycled materials and some key questions councils can ask um, when they're looking at these products and how they can compare them to virgin products as well. Um, we've also got a procurement toolkit which goes through the cycle of um, procurement and how councils can uh, ask questions at each at each uh, stage of that procurement cycle. And it also has um, evaluation criteria that they can consider when they're thinking about recycled products and materials there as well. Just on the procurement side, I guess that's one of the challenges, isn't it? Because you'd, you'd need to get in early in the process when councils are looking at big contracts, big tenders, etc., you're dealing with third parties. Is part of your role sort of helping them think about it early and influencing the way those projects are envisioned uh, before they get too far down the track? Yeah, definitely. And it's 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 a new area for our team and it's something that we want to build up. Um, we have a email service that's available where councils can come to us to ask those questions um, or we can also point them in the right direction if we know another council has done it. Um, it's really about building up that collaboration between us and councils and also other agencies within government and also suppliers as well. So it's something we definitely want to build on and we're very much encouraging councils to ask those questions and come to us for advice. I'll come back to you in a moment on that, Dion, because I know you've got some events coming up and, and I want to explore some of that resource information that's available as well. But just a broader question perhaps for you, Shannon, on that topic of how councils influence large projects but dealing with third parties. In your role, are you, you're also working with other sectors or, or the business community, the industry, uh, etc. as well, aren't you? Is that sort of trying to tackle it as well from another angle? Yeah, a great question. A good segue to some of the other investment work that we um, and support work that we do in the team. One thing that we're mindful of too is local government can only really access and utilise products if they exist and um, and demonstrate sort of a fit for purpose uh, process. Um, we're working with industry to better communicate and, and to better advertise, I guess, what services support, be that uh, products or materials or services are available for local government um, to access and to procure. Um, and, you know, that's of that knowledge transformation is, is a critical component of our program of investment to uh, not only advertise and support promotion, but also to create sort of networking opportunities between local government and these service and um, material providers. Um, that's a real sort of advantage, but also uh, just not just for the knowledge transfer aspect, but also for local government um, to assist in thinking about what is possible and what level of innovation, be that sustainability or, or other sort of mechanisms they want to drive via their procurement activity as well. That investment, that procurement dollar is one of the key sort of policy driving tools we're finding and a, and a great way to sort of leverage greater outcomes, be those sustainable or otherwise through yeah. local government activity. Um, Dion, um, Shannon mentioned knowledge transfer there, and I think that's one of the aims of an event you've got coming up next week and an example of the types of opportunities you're looking to provide councils to, to engage more in this space. Yeah, so we've got an event coming up next week, which we're really excited about. Um, and it's it's our first event for the service. And it's really a bit of an introduction to our service, um, but also to build up those connections. So other council officers across Victoria can see who's who and make some of those connections. So we've got a, a, a strong networking um, part of the event, but we've also got some fantastic 
fantastic speakers on the day. We've got um, the head of sustainability at, at Wholesome Australia coming in. Um, they're a, a major supplier that um, has a product out around um, low carbon concrete. Um, we've got Ecologic coming in, which we work really close with, closely with, um, that will talk about how they're looking to implement um, the big build by using more recycled products and materials. Um, we've also got uh, Yarra City Council coming in speaking about their experience uh, using a, a range of uh, recycled products in infrastructure projects as well. So um, this is the first event, um, but we will have some more coming up, um, which will be more targeted for council officers, particularly those um, selecting products um, in for infrastructure, major assets, um, procurement. Um, so those sessions will be um, a bit of a speed dating event we'll have coming up with a number of councils that have had experience using these products and other councils can come in and ask those questions. And then we'll have a workshopping event, a workshop event coming up um, about how you can actually use our service. So we'll have a procurement expert coming in and we'll be specifically talking about our uh, procurement toolkit um, and how that can be used in, in practice at, at, at each local council. So are they face-to-face -face events, Diane, or online or a hybrid? Yeah, so we'll have this first event is a hybrid event. Um, so those that will be joining us in person will be able to tour our um, new workshop space at SB, um, which does use a number of repurposed and recycled uh, products and materials and also have that networking aspect. Um, after this first event, our next event, our speed dating event will likely be online and then that workshop event will be in person and a, a smaller group. Now, you mentioned the website before, and we'll pop the link up at, uh, at the end of the episode. Um, I, there's a couple of case studies there. One particularly caught my eye because my two administrator colleagues at the city of Whittlesea are there on the page uh, talking about the road-based rehabilitation uh, project in Whittlesea. These are examples, I gather, of what's possible. They're, they're not actual success stories from your program at this stage? Yes, yeah, so these are examples of projects that have gone through our Sustainable Infrastructure Fund, which aligns really closely with our biorecycled service. So they're, they're really examples and what, what they show is um, the types of uh, the types of products used, the product names, um, the recycled materials, key background information on the project, any key um, challenges or barriers that the councils had and key learnings. Um, and these are really um, on our website to show what's possible and also um, so councils can get ideas of, of what they could implement at their, in their own projects. Shannon, back to you to wrap this up, this, this, this whole concept, does it have a time frame? around it or do you see it as an ongoing program and and how are you measuring the success of it as you as you go yeah um great question chris i guess just in terms of, of the program uh, longevity and, and time frame we fully understand that this is an evolving space we have some councils that are right at the cutting edge innovating and and implementing sustainable procurement policies through to those that are perhaps um uh, you know to the case study example just sort of implementing at a small scale some some projects that are really testing you know products and, and sustainable procurement sort of requirements within contracts at this stage in line with that, we recognise that the service will need to evolve and, and develop over time too. So for the next few years, our real focus is on ensuring that the service is matched to uh, the needs of local government um, and responding and evolving over that that 
that period of time as well. Um, we certainly see this being a long-term uh, program uh, of support from SV and from the Victorian government more generally around sustainable kiln and the circular economy side of things. So um, yeah, we're really excited about how we progress and continue to learn from local government in terms of measuring success, it's it's obviously, you know, foundational to our program. And, and for us, I guess, you know, there's a couple of things we look for. One is engagement in the service itself and people um, requesting information and, and engaging with Diane and her colleagues in the team. Um, but also we can measure it through a, an uptake and an increase in uh, the procurement and supply of those materials into local government as well. Um, and there's a couple of uh, sort of uh, opportunities to do that via the masterclass series, but also some of the formal reporting that I know a lot of local governments um, obviously uh, participate and respond to um, on behalf of SV as well, which we're really grateful for. So just on that engagement piece, uh, I'm not sure if this is a question for you, Shannon or Diane. how do uh, people at councils find out more about this? What's the easiest way to go about it? So the easiest way would be to sign up to our newsletter. Uh, so that's on our website. Um, so we provide updates about if there's any new resources on our website or if there's any upcoming events. Um, that's a key way to keep in touch with us. We've, we've also got our uh, inbox um, where I mentioned before, uh, councils can email us if they have any questions or they'd like contact details. We're really happy to help there. And finally, our events are another uh, key way they can engage with us and with other councils. Terrific. Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Shannon. All the best with the program. And thank you very much for telling us all about it on VLGA Connect today. Thanks, Chris. That's uh, Diane Lipiowski and Shannon Smythe from Sustainability Victoria on this episode of VLGA Connect. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll be back with more very soon. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.